Jasmine. And I'm Tracy. Welcome Welcome to the Happy Place Podcast. We're coming to you with conversations about mental health and self-care. Join us as we learn how to better take care of our minds. Just a disclaimer, we are not health professionals. We are merely a mother and a daughter on our own mental health journey, and we are sharing with you what we have learned. In today's episode, we will be talking all about growth. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. How you doing? So, (laughs) what? (laughs) No, I just like that intro. (laughs) It's really good. So, um, oh, say what you were going to say. I, I don't know. I was going to jump in. Oh, but... sounds good. Let's jump in. <laughs> How's everybody's winter going? <laughs> so after last week's episode talking about seasonal depression, just wanted to check in with you all. Um, mm-hmm. If you live anywhere near we do, it's been pretty gloomy yeah, and cloudy. And, and so... obviously, if you can tell by the sound of my mom's voice, she's no longer in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else does this, but every time I go on a trip like that, I feel like I leave my spirit there. My body physically comes back, but it takes a couple days for my spirit to join me. (laughs) And so I feel like I'm in two places for two days and I'm not grounded. And for the first couple days, I woke up very disoriented because I didn't know where I was and I'd wake up and it took me a minute to realize, oh, I'm home. And then I'd look out the window and not see the ocean and get really depressed. (laughs) And your spirit's like, no, leave me here. (laughs) I know. I know. So I'm back home. I'm back grounded now, back in reality. But it took me, took me a bit. No, I get on like that when I come home from vacation too. But then it's fun because you can go back to the memories and anytime you close your eyes, especially because you just got back, it's so vivid that it's almost like you're there anyways. Well, it's me and my husband have had a hard time sleeping because the three hour difference in Hawaii and so we've been up till like two in the morning just cannot fall asleep so one night we're laying in bed it was about midnight and both of us like okay we really need to be able to fall asleep tonight so I said all right close your eyes picture the ocean (laughs) listen to the waves let's just pretend we're still in Hawaii Hawaiian meditation (laughs) exactly (laughs) Um, so we decided that kind of a natural, well, a natural topic for us right now, because this is what we're going through, and we kind of feel like everyone will probably uh, relate with this as well right now, is to talk about growth, because um, (laughs) we're both going through some big changes right now, and um, we feel like there's a lot of emotion that goes on when you're going through like bigger changes in your life. Well, really any change in your life, there's so many emotions. And like, I feel like I kind of forget about all the emotions that come along with change until I decide to do something big. And then all of a sudden there's all of these good emotions and anxiety and all sorts of things. And so we just wanted to talk about basically tell you guys how we're feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes when we think of taking on something that we're excited about or something that we've always wanted to do, there's just so much excitement wrapped around it that we don't realize that once we do it, the resistance that we're going to get. Yeah. Because if we don't have resistance, we don't have growth. Right. And anytime we decide to take on something new or to challenge ourselves or to do something new, it's about growing, right? right? No. So if we don't have that resistance and we don't go through learning about ourselves and learning our strengths and our weaknesses through that, then we wouldn't have the growth. We're not going to grow. Totally. Yeah. 100%. Well, and I, you guys, I think I, I've told you already that I'm in yoga instructor training right now and I've only got like two weeks left and then I'm going to be a yoga instructor. It's going to be great. Um, but when I 
before I started training, I only thought about how exciting it was going to be and how awesome it was going to be. And I'm going to be a yoga instructor and this is going to be so cool. And I'm going to meet so many new friends and I'm going to like all of these really positive, great things, which is awesome and accurate, but also I tend to, and I think everybody does this, but I tend to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, fantasize, fantasize. And it's like an unrealistic fantasy about what things are actually going to be like when you go through them. And, And I think like sometimes people think, oh, if it's hard or if it's challenging or if I'm feeling this way, I must not be doing it. And in fact, some of the girls in my yoga class have kind of vented about that. Like, if it feels this tough or if it feels this, it makes me feel like I shouldn't be doing it because maybe I'll just be really anxious doing yoga instruct or being a yoga instructor. And so maybe it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't think that's true um, because I think that exactly what you said, any sort of growth is going to be a little bit painful because it's new. It's growth. It wouldn't be growth if it wasn't painful. I mean, you have growing pains when you grow from being a kid to an adult, you know? So yeah. It's going to be a little bit painful, and so I, I try and remember that when I'm going through the process of um, this is going to be hard, and I have to remember that this is going to be hard, but it's going to be so worth it by the time I'm done. Well, it's been interesting, too, to have um, to listen to Jasmine vent about um, <laughs> what she's been going through or just let me know some of the struggles that she's been having or the emotions mm-hmm. she's been feeling because it's... One, I've been here around for long enough to see Jasmine go through this cycle several times. <laughs> like, what you mean? This doesn't just happen like one time. No. So, it, but it's but I want to say that, but I also want to say I also to relate because I go through yeah. the same thing. No, no. So I as she talks about it, it's it, I've been through the same cycle with so many different things that I've tried in my life, and yeah. I've seen her go through the same thing that I have a feeling that a lot of you are going to relate because I don't think it's just something we go through. I think it's probably a natural cycle of taking on something new. And I just want to break down for me something recently that's just really simple, um, but just kind of put it out there and then Jasmine can expand a little bit on what she's been going through. Um, But I'm kind of hit and miss with the gym. Mm -hmm. I have like a love-hate relationship with the gym. Yeah. And I think we all do. I don't think you're alone. <laughs> no, and it's not it's not because I don't like working out. We all have that, you know, I know I should work out, but I don't really want to work out. Yeah. That, I don't mean because of that. I mean, I like to be where I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think we all do. Yeah. And when I go take a new class at the gym, I feel like an outsider. Mm. And all of a sudden, I don't know these people. These people don't know me. I want to connect so bad, but I have these the social fear or social anxiety. And I'm not, I wouldn't describe myself as a shy person yeah, at all. No, I wouldn't either. I'm very outgoing and I'm very social. And I tend to, I think, get along with people pretty well. I'm, I'm more of an extrovert than an introvert. And I just, I wouldn't think that I would struggle like mm-hmm. that. But for some reason, there's something about the gym and that type of a class and that type of an atmosphere where I show up and my insecurities come out because all of a sudden I feel like, oh, I'm not at the level they're at or I'm overweight right now or I don't have the energy or I'm not as in shape as I should be for this class and what if I can't make it through. But just all those little insecurities. Yeah. And then just feeling isolated and lonely because here I am in a room full of people 
yet I am not brave enough to get out of my shell to talk to them or open up to them. I kind of just stay in my little comfort zone and then hurry and leave after class because I don't know what to talk about or what to say. And then I feel like, man, they don't really know me because I haven't put myself out there. So I look like I'm this antisocial person or not friendly or I have no idea how I'm coming off to them. Mm -hmm. But really, I'm just insecure and just having some social anxieties. And so it's anytime I try something new, I feel that. And then we all know that like if it's a new school class or a new job. Yeah, I was just going to say like I'm nodding and smiling right now because this is exactly what I went through at the beginning of yoga instructor training. Because here I am thinking, I'm going to go in and it's going to be like, we're just going to connect automatically and I'm going to have so many friends because obviously we're exactly alike because we're all doing yoga instructor training. You know what I mean? And so I had all of these expectations of the relationships that I was going to build. And the first week and a half, maybe two weeks were really rough on me because that's exactly how I felt. I felt insecure. I felt like usually I am the type of person where I can go up and just automatically talk to people, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything to say. I had no idea. And then people would say, oh, well, you should just go up to them and tell them this or go up to them and start a conversation like this. And I'm like, that's all great, but it feels so unnatural when I'm there, you know, Mm -hmm. like it just feels really difficult. And it was like, I don't know. It was like, I wasn't me. I wasn't me for a little while because I didn't know, I didn't know where everybody stood and I felt like everybody there knew more about yoga than I did and I felt like I, I've only been doing yoga for like a year and so who am I to come to this yoga class with all these people who go to class every day and, and I just had all these insecurities and all these, I don't want to come off as a know-it-all, I don't want to come off as uh, a show-off and all of these insecurities from my childhood that came up there and so yeah I know exactly what that's like because it's like all of a sudden you're in this environment with all these new people and you don't know anybody and you just don't know how to act you don't know and you don't want them to see you a certain way but you have no idea how they see you and so there's nothing to gauge off of and so you just feel like you're a chicken with its head cut off running Mm -hmm. around trying to figure out like what's going on yeah yeah and I feel like the longer I'm in that social anxiety phase Mm -hmm. and the longer maybe I go to a class and Mm -hmm. don't step out of it the more I'm afraid that then I really am put as antisocial or they really have defined me as not being friendly or something and so then a lot of times I quit going yep because then I'm like now I just don't even know now how to get out of this place that I put myself in but I feel like too there's we all know that when you stick with something long enough you finally start to break the ice you get to know each other And you can build the best friends that you'll ever have in your life. And that's exactly where I got to. And it's really cool to, after, so we have four days of yoga class and then one day of meditation class. And we have a different teacher that comes in and teaches us meditation. And every day that he comes in after he leaves, A, we're all like mind blown because we just learned a bunch of stuff. We started digging into our issues and like all of these things. And so we all are feeling kind of mind blown, but we're also like I've had multiple people come up to me and I've gone up to multiple people and we're all like, thank you so much for saying that. I relate so much to that. And I had one girl that I won't say exactly what she said, but she just came up to me and she just asked me advice or asked me how I feel in yoga class when certain things happen or whatever. And we just bonded so closely. And I was so grateful for that conversation because I'm thinking, 
I thought I was the only one, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone else here goes to yoga every day. And so I thought I was the only one that felt that way. And she came up to me and was brave and started this conversation with me. And it was like, I just wanted to cry because I'm like, I feel seen now. I feel seen. And I didn't feel seen for the first two weeks. And because I'm going to class every day, like I go to work and then I go to class, I go home and go to bed and start all over the next day. And because this is my everyday, it started to feel like that's who I was when I know that's not who I am. Like I started to feel like who I am as a person is insecure and not sure of themselves and not confident and all of these, all of these things. And I just, it was really hard for me, but the struggle is what brought me to having these deeper conversations with all of these women and men in my yoga class and now I feel like I hug everybody goodbye every day and like we have this group thread growing going and we like text each other almost every day and it's beautiful and wonderful but that doesn't happen right off the bat and it would never happen if you weren't willing to push through exactly so because I did want to quit yeah (laughs) and that's and I think that's why I thought so it was actually my idea to do this episode today because Jasmine's been talking to me a little bit about this and I thought you know Everyone can relate with this. Yeah. You know, and I think the thing is, is that I think everyone needs to always know the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And it's really easy to quit something if we're scared, if we're insecure, if we think we can't do it, if those negative self-talk starts, it's easier to quit than to keep going. Yep. But the reward comes by continue to push and to push through that. And if you don't ever push through that, then you don't get to the reward and you're ripping yourself off. Well, and I want to bring up something really quick because I, my my meditation teacher, oh my gosh, that was a hard word to say. My meditation teacher was singling me out one day because we were talking about like perfectionism and... I don't I don't remember exactly how this conversation got started, but he was asking me why I feel the need. Okay, hang on. I'm going to find it. Give me two seconds because I'm going to find this because it's really awesome. He said, change, change seems hard and painful for these reasons. One, we focus our attention, time, energy, and money on things we don't have the power to change. Trying to change these things doesn't have the power to change. Wait, hang on. Trying to change things we don't have the power to change reinforces our senses of being powerless victims. Two, we try to change too much too fast. Remember that one because that's the one I'm going to come back to. Three, we do things out of order. We put the cart before the horse. Four, repetitious boredom. People don't like the practice. So number two, we try to change too much too fast. So now story time. So I go into my first day of yoga instructor training And I start talking to people and trying to, I know it's going to take me a while to build these relationships, but I'm terrified of it. So I start saying things that aren't quite myself. I start like going up to people and like just relating to them on whatever I can find, even if I don't relate to it, because I'm just trying to build these connections and I'm trying to do that. And I do that all the time, trying to change too much too fast because I just want it now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait for it. I just want to do it now. I know it's going to be painful. So let's just rip the bandaid off and do it right now. And um, I don't know if I told you guys this story. I'm going to tell it again. If I've told this story to you already, you can skip it. But um, when I was 18, I went to this great life training. And there was a portion where we did an obstacle course. And um, we had to climb to a top 
top of a tree and stand on top of this little perch at the top of the tree and jump off and hit a ball. And so I did that one. It was really scary. I'm terrified of heights. So I did that one. I jumped off. I felt so proud of myself. So then they bring us around. We're doing all these other things. And then they bring us to another one. And I'm like, what the heck? I just did this. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> you know? And so I was like, okay, well, I'm, they're going to make me do it. I have to do it. So I'm just going to get it over with and do it fast. So I'm climbing up the stairs and I skip a step on the way up and I jump off and I get down. And one of my instructors comes over to me and he says, I just want you to notice and pay attention to the fact that on the way up, you skipped a step. Did you know that? And I said, no. And in my head, I'm thinking, F you. I just did this twice. I'm terrified of heights. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know? And so it has taken me until right now. And oh my gosh, I'm going to get emotional because it's so crazy how this lesson has taken me, what, like almost 10 years to learn that like, I've been thinking about it for years. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. And it's driving me crazy. And now I'm realizing that I try to change too much too fast. That I try to get over the pain and get over the hardship and get over the uncomfortable part as fast as I can. That a lot of times I'll skip a step on the way there just to get the pain over with. Mm -hmm. You know? And so it's really cool to see that unfold. So... Full circle back to meditation class. I bring I bring this story and this up in meditation class. And he asked me, so why do you think you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe like, and a lot of people like, a lot of the reasons in class is like, oh, we've been conditioned that way. So that's why I said, I've been conditioned that way. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, I don't know, and tell me if this rings true for you, but maybe it's because you feel like it's never gonna happen. And I got this like pain all throughout my chest and my body and it just like radiated and I just immediately started crying because that rang so true for me. Because a lot of the reasons, or he said, you're never gonna get there. Not it's never gonna happen, you're never gonna get there. And I know, I know that I have so much to learn to become enlightened or I have so much to learn in so many different aspects of my life that anytime I start a new journey or a new hardship or a new obstacle or anything like that, I'm afraid that I'm not gonna make it through. <laughs> so I just do it as fast as I can so that I'll make it through. Yeah. I'm so scared that I'm not gonna get to the finish line that I feel like if I speed up the process and I just do it as fast as I can, I won't have to wade through the hardship. I won't have to wade through the pain of it. And I can just get it over with really quick. And that's not how life works. <laughs> so this is where I'm realizing <clears throat> that I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, and it's it's funny because, because your dad, my husband, he uh -huh. says this to me all the time, is you, you aren't ever going to get there. Like there's nowhere mm -hmm. to get. Yeah. There's nowhere to get. This life is about, is a journey. It's a constant journey. And yeah. we're never going to arrive because there is nowhere to arrive, to arrive to. Yeah. And I'm listening to you and I'm talking, I'm listening to you talking about like, um, skipping a step or rushing through it or hurrying to get through it. And all I can think about is that it's about the journey. Yep. It's about the process. It's about the journey. So if through this entire life, you're rushing through to get to the next thing or to get to the end or to get to the place that you're never going to arrive, yeah. then you're missing the journey. Yeah. 
So it's, you know, that, and, and I, even when you were talking about the steps and that thing is that the, that ropes course wasn't about just doing that and saying, I did it. Mm -hmm. It was about experiencing how you felt as you were walking up the steps. It was about experiencing how it felt to conquer that. It was about experiencing jumping off that. Mm -hmm. It was about the experience. Yeah. But you just thought it was something to check off your list. Yep. Oh, and I am, I'm a checklist (laughs) person. And I am too. I'm such a checklist person. And that is what I've been struggling with and what I've been like trying to get over in like yoga and meditation class because everything we're learning in there is it's not about the checklist it's not about the checklist and that is so hard for me because if you look through my journal it's half journal entries half checklist me too (laughs) and i don't want to and i don't want to bash checklists no no no. they're great because i think checklists are amazing (laughs) fantastic but i have to get out of the mindset of that life is a checklist. Life is a checklist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. And in fact, I might share a song that I wrote with you guys at the end because okay. I'm singing ukulele over there. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know if it's tuned, so we might have to pause and, and get it tuned. It's totally fine. That was George, that was Ethan's little cheap one. But that's one of the one of my things I want to check off my list is learn how to play the ukulele. <laughs> I can teach you it's that. It's been sitting there, sitting there haunting me. I have to find the time to do it. Play me. <laughs> So um, that leads us right perfectly into our quote for the day. Um, so our quote is actually the serenity, serenity prayer, which most of you have probably heard. Mm-hmm. The serenity prayer comes from um, the AA meetings, the 10 steps. Yep. And they usually start with this and end with this. And it's really interesting because Jasmine decided that she wanted to use this quote today. And she didn't even know this, but this has been my mantra for the last couple weeks. Wow, that's awesome. Because it's come up on a couple podcasts that I've listened to. And so I've really used this as my mantra in my daily life. Yeah. Um, But the quote or the serenity prayer goes as this. I ask God to grant me the grace to accept with serenity the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm. So beautiful. Well, and I wanted to just touch on the end. My meditation teacher said something very interesting that I really liked about the, the last portion of that. The wisdom to know the difference. That is key in this because how do you know the difference between the things that you can change and the things that you cannot change? Um, he said that, so there are some ways where you can tell the difference. I won't go into those, but the main way that you can tell the difference between what you can and cannot change is frustration. If you're feeling like you're going into something and you're getting frustrated and frustration is different from fear and anxiety because fear and anxiety comes up anytime that we're changing anything. But frustration comes up when you're on the highway or on the freeway and you're next to a car and this car speeds up a little bit and then you want to get over and they slow down and then they speed up and they slow down. You cannot change that. And how frustrating is it? And that's why we have road rage. (laughs) Because how frustrating is it when you're around all these other cars and you want them to do what you want them to do, but you have no, absolutely no power to change that. Well, and you saying frustration, talking about road rage, is anger. If it's something that continues to make you angry, Mm -hmm. it probably isn't something you can change. It's not something you can change. And most importantly is it's, are you trying to change someone else? Yep. I think if you keep that in mind, if if you're trying to change somebody else, that's not something you can change. No, we can only no change ourselves. Yep. So that's a huge way of just knowing the difference. Does it have to do with you or someone else? Yep. 
So anytime you're feeling that frustration, just do a mental check of, okay, am I trying to change something that I can change or am I trying to change something that I can't change or someone that I can't change? I want to backpedal a minute mm-hmm. to something you said earlier and a thought that I had. Okay. And I, I didn't share because I think it's important. Okay. One of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast today is because when Jasmine was coming to me and telling me how she felt about that yoga class and that she was feeling insecure and all those things, I know for a fact that there were other people in that class feeling that. The exact same thing. Without knowing Mm -hmm. anybody from her class, I knew that. (laughs) And so I just want us to remember that when we're in those circumstances and we're feeling that fear, that there is for sure at least probably almost the whole class. No. But at least one other person that's feeling the same way you are and probably the majority of the people are feeling the same way that you are. Yeah. Because that helps one to know you're not alone. And sometimes I think that gives you a little courage if you know that, man, I don't want someone else that's feeling the way I'm feeling or think that I think about them what I'm thinking they're thinking about me. <laughs> it's just such a, like, we're women and we just want to take care of everybody else. We won't take care of ourselves, but we'll take care of other people thing. <laughs> but, yes, it's so true. No, we did, a, uh, we did a, like, a poll kind of, uh, I think, last week of, and I think, I can't remember who brought it up, but someone brought up the being insecure and I'm like nodding my head like, yes, I feel that way. And then my uh, meditation instructor raised or asked us all to raise our hands if we were feeling that way and everyone raised their hand. Yeah. Everyone was going, absolutely everyone in that class, and there's 12 of us, was going through that, those emotions at the beginning of class. And some of them have been doing yoga for years. <laughs> Don't you wish every time you were feeling that way, you could say, can you please raise your hand if you're feeling the same way? Oh I'm my feeling? gosh, that would be amazing. Because there's something so comforting in knowing I'm not crazy, I'm not alone, and everyone's feeling this way. I can do this. Yeah. There's just something encouraging about it. Well, and it always like shocks me because because I know how I'm feeling. It always shocks me when people come up to me and go, "Oh, I did not think that you would be feeling that way." And I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> Or the whole time you're feeling intimidated by someone and they're feeling intimidated Intimidated by by you. you. Like that happened with our teepee nights all the time where someone would say, oh, I used to be so intimidated by you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I was so intimidated by you. But why though? (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, let's just take a little mini break while I tune this ukulele and I'll share a song with you guys. Okay. So this is all about the journey. If you can pick out the lyrics, I might give a little explanation afterwards.
<laughs> it's nice and short and sweet and to the point. And I've never written a song that was short before, but I didn't want to like force myself to write a longer song. So I kept it short, but there's, there's a part in there. I don't know if you noticed that says, stop taking away from the journey. It's the building blocks of you. That's the whole point is like, if you didn't have the journey, you wouldn't be going anywhere, you know? And so it's not about where you're getting to. It's about what you're going through. Ooh, so I want to point out, too, because I think sometimes we forget to acknowledge that that the universe is supporting us. Yeah. And I just want to acknowledge the synchronicity in all of this tonight. <laughs> yeah. Because when did you write that song? I wrote that song last Wednesday. And, or this, yeah, this past Wednesday. And when did we decide our topic? <laughs> <laughs> Today. <laughs> and, and I'm the one that decided our topic. Yeah, I had no crazy. idea Jasmine had wrote that song. And even when we started tonight, we had two different topics. I have so many goosebumps and right now. And <laughs> we put both topics down when we start started recording because yeah. we weren't sure which one we were going to talk more about. We didn't even touch on the other topic. So that'll obviously be a, uh, a future a podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, but just listening to that song was just so crazy to me that, that we didn't even know we were going to talk about mm-hmm. this and that she wrote this song this week. And so there's definitely synchronicity yeah. and the universe is supporting us yeah. and someone's aware. Well, and I do want to give you guys a weekly challenge. Uh, so the chorus of that song, it's every day and every day I am getting better and better. Every day in every way, I am getting better and better. And that is a mantra that my meditation teacher gave us. And that's why it just came to me in that song. I was kind of trying to sing it as a mantra because I just felt like I needed to sing my energy out. And so I was singing it as a mantra and that's where the song came from. And I would challenge you to every day. And it says in in our class, we talk about it's it's. So it's a mantra that was developed by Emile Coul or Coul, he's, he's French. I don't know how to say his last name, but um, he says that it's good to repeat that mantra 21 times a day. Uh, and he says that it's a good mantra to repeat right before you go to bed because then you know that all of the lessons that you learn throughout the day, whether you had a good day or a bad day, is every day and every way I'm getting better and better. Yeah, um, love it. So that's the weekly challenge is to repeat that 21 times a day. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, well, thank you all for listening so much. Uh, we really appreciate that we can share our hearts with you. Um, we, if you want to find us, if you want to talk to us, um, you can, you can find us on, in two seconds, I will tell you the answer to that question. <laughs> I don't think I might have deleted it. All this that's okay. So you can find us on Instagram at The Happy Place, or you can find us on Facebook at The Happy Place Project. Reverse that. You can find us on Instagram at The Happy Place Project and on Facebook at The Happy Place. And you can email us at thehappyplaceproject at gmail.com. As always, The Happy Place is spelled H-A-P-P-I. So thanks again, guys. Love Love you. you. Be Be strong. strong.